The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. What is going on, everybody? Nico here with the Wooden Spoon. I hope everyone's having a great start to the new year. This is the third episode of the year. Ah, right on track. We're doing one a week. We haven't missed a week yet. I know it's only been three, but we're staying on track. Yeah, so um, it's just been a slow January so far, just... uh, Hitting the gym. It's like another New Year's resolution. Make it some content for you guys. Love doing that always. Um, yeah, other than that, not much going on. I'm pumped um, for this episode of the podcast. We have a guest on. He is a stand-up comic. He does sets all over New York City. So it's cool to talk to somebody who's actively um, doing comedy, like in New York, like and it's working their way up the ladder. I don't know if you've seen, but we posted um, a bit of his on the wooden spoon on the Instagram where he talks about um, his professor. Um, he said, oh, if your phone rings in class, we answer it. And he answered and he and his phone rang and he answered it, and it was his Sicilian dad who said, you put my fucking son on the phone. <laughs> and so that was fun. So we dive into talking about that. But um, our guest's name is James Pantillo. And um, yeah, so I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. All right, guys, I'm pumped to um, introduce our guest. He is a stand-up comic uh, and a producer of the New York Comedy Club Roast Battle. We got James Pantillo. Pantillo, Pantillo, yeah. Pantillo, okay. All right, yeah, man, how's it going? You know, you already know to pronounce the L's. That's how I know you're Italian. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know, because I'm from, I'm originally from, I'm Buffalo, so everyone calls me. Oh, really? Yeah, everybody calls me Canadian, and like, (laughs) because I say italian weird for some reason i don't think i say it but i'll come yeah. to new york or i'll talk to people like yo you say that weird or my tiktok will get yeah like, yo, and by what? the way yeah, t- italians moved to canada too they didn't just move to america <laughs> yeah toronto i mean i've got family in all over canada too so it's like oh really there's so many yeah, they're all, we're all over yeah like toronto is flooded there's so many especially in like woodbridge area so shout yeah. out to all my toronto italians but yeah man what's going on how's uh How's 2022 treating you? Good. So far, so good. The clubs have been slowly getting back. The comedy clubs have slowly been getting back. So that's been good. Yeah, I was at, uh, where'd I go? I went to the Comedy Cellar and I saw Colin Quinn and then Jim Norton um, came up. Wow. Yeah, so I got lucky. Actually, I got super lucky um, last summer. I went to, because I've never seen Chris Stefano. And um, I saw he was at, he was on the comedy cellar. I was like, oh, cool. I'll go see him. And the second comic, Louis C.K. popped up. I go, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, wow. Yeah, so I've oh, been, yeah, I've been lucky with my <laughs> going to the comedy clubs in New York. I'm, a, I'm such a huge stand-up yeah. fan. And then I saw New York Comedy Club posted uh, your bit about uh, your Sicilian dad. And um, I, had, <laughs> yeah. I had to shoot you a message not- with you on the podcast. Oh, I appreciate it. You know, it's so funny because even though it's not technically a comedy, the the movie Goodfellas kind of got me into stand up, even though it wasn't really a comedy. Although there's so many comedic moments in that movie, oh, but for that's sure. what got me into stand up. That movie, yeah. So, what in particular was it? Like a scene, or 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's a couple. There was, there was a couple. Uh, there's a couple of scenes for sure. Uh, the first one, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. The cat, it's been so long since I've seen that movie. Oh. There's just so many good clips. There is a there's a there's a scene actually of them at I don't know if they're at a comedy club or at a restaurant. Oh yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, they, they you know what I'm a... talking about, right? Yeah. Same thing with the Sopranos. There's like a comic. Uh, there's an episode where they have like this recurring character who's a comic, and they're always bad. All these mafia movies, the comedians terrible all the time. I know, I know. Who was it? I think was it Jim Norton that played Don Rickles in The Irishman, though? Yeah, that was Jim Norton. Yeah. yeah. So they were getting Irishman. Not my movies favorite are of better the... with the comedy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Irish were not my favorite out of all of them, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't terrible, but... No, you can't beat Goodfellas or anything no. like that. No, definitely not. That was, I've seen that movie. Yeah, they had they had there. the one-liner comic. The one that, the guy that just does the one-liners. He was so bad, though, yeah. <laughs> he was awful. I mean, I love this. I love the scene where Henry, uh, he stopped showing up to school and, like, the mailman's obviously just doing his job and bringing the mail which that's how his parents find out and he wasn't going to school and then the of course their reaction is to threaten to burn him in the oven just don't ever deliver mail to these kids house again (laughs) from that school it was just perfect yeah so what was uh like what when did you first realize you wanted to kind of get into stand-up comedy i am about six years in right now okay wow i always when when i was in college uh towards the end of being in college, I really didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, even like about to graduate and I'd always wanted to do stand up, always. And then uh, never really got into it. And then I think a few months after I graduated, um, a friend of mine who had been starting to do open mics, he just started, he came, he's like, hey, I quit my job. Uh, he's, he had like, he worked for Wells Fargo. He had a pretty big job. And I was like, I quit. I just want to, let's get drunk tonight and then let's do an open mic tomorrow. <laughs> and I'm like, fine, fine, I'll just do it. I've been putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. Let's just do it. And then I just decided to do it, and I just loved it ever since. Yeah. Did you do open mics like in the in the city? You're always have you always been? From yeah, the city? always. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I do some road work, but yeah, the city. Yeah. So, like, what what are like the first couple of years? I mean, I guess for anybody listening that has like dreams of becoming a comedian or like like what are the first like couple of years look like? Well, everyone's kind of different. For my first two years, I only did open mics. I didn't even worry about making a name for it. I just wanted to get good my first couple of years. I just wanted to write good material and just get used to being on stage. So that was me. And uh, you start to get some notoriety, I'd say, after the third or fourth year. Mm-hmm. But it's, there's so many different paths. You really do have to love it, though. Like, not to do it just for money, because it takes a long time to make any sort of money doing it. Oh, yeah, I, I, can, I can imagine. Yeah. But there's people that get frustrated with that, and they quit. And it's just, just do it because you love doing it. No, I know. I've done a couple sets here and there. I just do it just to get on stage. And, like, it's more of, like, a, like a mental toughness thing that, like, I could, like, get on stage, tell jokes, bomb, and get off. And, like, it helps me, like... Where have you done? Where have you gotten up? I actually, my first, I, I don't even know if I've told this story on the podcast. My first ever um, time I did stand up was actually in New York City. My girlfriend's from here. 
I was visiting, I didn't live here at the time. And I was like, you know what? I was like, always like, since like in high, I guess high school, I've always loved comedy. And I've always like, when I think of something that's funny, I'll write it down in my notes. Like, Hey, maybe one day I'll go on stage and I go, all right, this week is like the week I'll do it. And I told my girlfriend, I said, make sure I go up on stage. And I like went, I like Googled like New York city open mics. I signed up for one and I go, whatever you do, make me go on stage. Cause I'll need, like, I might need that just like a little bit of a shove. And my friends were actually in New York too from Buffalo. And so they got there before me and they called me. And uh, I think <laughs> I booked Fridays at the Phoenix, which I didn't know until my friends called me was the Phoenix in Manhattan. Yeah. Oh yeah. That, that place sucks. <laughs> They're like, yeah, it's a gay bar. We're going to leave now. I go, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I don't know the actual bar. I mean, there was a mic at the Phoenix that was not good. Yeah, that was the first one. And like, it's a gay bar. We're leaving. And I went, and then I was like, oh, I guess if they're going, we're not going to go. And my girlfriend's like, no, we're going and you're going to go do it. And she got like real pissy yeah. with me. And I go, oh, okay. Are you still with her? <laughs> yes. And we've been no, out, we're on and off, but now I'm in Queens now with her. So <laughs> nice. Yeah. It's uh, a lot of people quit. A lot of people stop doing it. Yeah. And so I totally I, I got- get that. I got up on stage and I actually got a, a couple laughs. I go, wow, this is way better than I expected. It was like a really, really small room. There was like 20 people and everybody in there was yeah. going on stage. So everybody was really supportive. And I was like, okay, I could go back home to Buffalo. And there was a, there's a spot called Milky's on Elmwood. It's an absolute shithole too. It was like, oh, I could go there and maybe I'll, I'll do the same set and I'll see if I could get laughs there. And I went up on stage at Buffalo and I bombed so hard. Not a, like it was, you could hear. <laughs> that happened, but that just happens. That's just, the, the nature of it no and it, it was like all right i gotta get at least one laugh so i've been up there a couple times and i was like just pretty much bombed every single time but i mean i go up there because i want to like work on my speaking skills and my like fear yeah return. everyone has a different reason for doing it i'm not i'm not trying to be a stand-up comic i think <laughs> uh, i think italians are just inherently funny people like even yeah. my, my italian about my material about my italian parents or relatives just always do well we're just it's a funny group of people, I think. Well, yeah, I don't know if you know like Anthony Rodia. That I mean, he makes his. I've heard of him. Yeah, yeah, he just he's um out of Long Island. Um, I actually helped him. I promoted his show in Buffalo, but um, he does like almost strictly like Italian American like content, and he's just a he's a riot. He's he's very very good. But... I mean, I I I some people don't. Like, I love Sebastian Maniscalco. I think he's great. Some people yeah. don't like him. Some Italian comics they think he's too hacky. I think he's, I, I love him. I, don't, I would say, yeah, that's, that's a weird because I mean, he's, I, yeah, I mean, older people love him, like our relatives kind of like, yeah, but I, I think he's great. He's really funny. No, yeah, he definitely mixes it up a, a good amount too. It's not like he's just like harping yeah. on being Italian over, because I mean, that could definitely get annoying after a while. <laughs> yeah, he's so Italian though. I know it's because, I mean, I have this page and obviously like, it's an Italian page. It's the name of my business for Christ's sake. But like people just come up to me. What people like no, only talk play. about it. Like, oh, you're Italian. Oh, we should, I could, there's this great Italian restaurant. Like, dude, like I'm not like when I'm going yeah. out to eat, I'm not going to go out and eat Italian. I eat that like every day regardless. Um, yeah, I know we're all the great Italian restaurants. Yeah. What, so what what uh what what else does your company do? What else besides? Well, I do podcast? social media marketing. Like my main business, is I, I I do social media marketing for other businesses. Mm-hmm. I help like restaurants and small businesses grow their brand business and get new customers. Nice. This and that. And then we sell like shirts and we actually engrave custom wooden spoons too. Those have been a big hit over the last year. Nice. Those are great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we sell more. Actually, I'm just dropping this shirt. I don't know if you could see. It. It's like that picture of Sal Volcano. 
and we spaghetti. Put I love that. Spaghetti over the top instead of Supreme because that was <laughs> that's great. That was a, that's a, like our most popular shirt. It's a Supreme. It's a spaghetti instead of Supreme. Yes, that was great. Yeah, but uh, yeah. I mean, it's the name of my like. Obviously, I'm I'm super Italian, but like after a while, like let's talk about like something else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I think that too. That's exactly. why I, I like to have like a bunch of different guests on the podcast too. Cause like, yeah, we're going to like, obviously going to talk about like your dad and like some of the stories there, but like, like when you have like strictly just guests that are like famous or being Italian, it's like the same thing over and over. I like having comedians yeah. on, we have fighters on actors, actresses, singers. Oh, nice. Yeah. We have like a bunch of people just tell their stories and kind of shoot this shit. So. Oh, that's sick. Who who have you had on? Like who's the most famous? Um Johnny Russo, I think, is one of the most famous from the Godfather from the Godfather, Carlo from the Godfather. Oh shit. Yeah. I actually like, went to anyone his from ho- the Sopranos? Anyone from the Sopranos? Uh Robert Fanaro from the Sopranos. He played uh Eugene. Eugene. Oh, Pontus. Yeah, Pontus. Uh, the guy yeah. He kills himself, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He I watched was... that episode the other day. He kills himself because his son's a heroin addict. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was he was awesome too. I think he. I want to say he said he lives in Staten Island. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. but I have a couple comic friends uh, who live in Staten Island. They like Staten Island comics, and the scene's so different out there. Yeah, I went there for the first time. Um, my girlfriend's sister lives out there and I was like, Oh, this is Staten Island. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I love it. I mean, it's, 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 it's so fun to do comedy out there. There's a, are there a lot of clubs out there. No, I don't think there's any, it's a lot of bar shows, but they're, oh, okay. you, you can say whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. They're very, they're very good crowds out there. Yeah. So, um, when did you like, start? Actually, sp- oh, sorry. no, no, you're going, going, going. There's actually uh, something called the Fifth Borough Comedy Festival in Staten Island. It's a Staten Island comedy festival. It's a lot of fun. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's yeah, really cool. So, yeah. So, um, well, like, obviously, like, you're a New York comic. So, um, what are, like, like, when did you, like, I guess, transition to doing, like, smaller open mics to, like, going into, like, the New York comedy, so, like, the comedy club? and there, club? It, is, it, is a, it is a very slow process. There really is no, like, specific time. It's just... It's, it did, did take a long time mm-hmm. took a few years you got to really be willing to devote years to it oh yeah i mean i mean that's the same thing like i hear that a lot from like you hear it from actors singers fighters entrepreneurs yeah. like it's just like you gotta like what you do and you gotta like just put in the work pay your dues and yep that's like one thing i've learned i've literally learned that from almost all of my all, like all everybody i have on the podcast and a lot of my mentors it's like the same like almost like the key to success is like what you do and just put the yeah. years in work that you got to do. But I mean, yeah. I saw you killing it and like at the comedy, um, at the comedy club and then you're killing it on TikTok too. Oh yeah. I love TikTok. TikTok is a great medium, I think, cause it's a, it's a way to get quick views uh, and to really sure. show off your joke writing ability. I recommend more than the other apps. I recommend TikTok. Oh yeah, for sure. I saw Twitter, you, you have like Instagram. a, yeah, you have like fifteen thousand or so followers on TikTok. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you specifically—I was going through your TikTok and I was like, you're like writing. You're like clearly like writing jokes, which is I think that's like the hardest thing to do in the entire world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It takes it. It, it takes time, and I think a lot of people don't want to do it. No, definitely not. Yeah, definitely not. So, what's the joke writing process like? Because I mean, that like honestly, like when people say like, what are like some difficult things to do? It's like 
like making somebody laugh off the premise that you thought of it's like it's such like a crazy thing like to like make somebody laugh from a joke that you wrote i think that's like the most difficult thing to do so what's like your process like i mean the longer bits you go one by one you do one joke and you're like okay this does well how can i add to this Mm -hmm. and then if that goes well how can i add you know you just you keep trying to kind of add to it for the most part i mean the short ones are just very rarely is it on the first try mm-hmm. there is a lot of like things you're writing a notebook like ripping stuff up crossing stuff up. there is like a lot of that i usually i'll do it by premise i'll be oh this is a funny idea this this joke's not there yet but mm-hmm. it's, it's a funny concept then you really it takes some time to fine hone it mm-hmm. yeah so like uh what i guess um when did you like first start telling jokes about your dad because you said you have a pretty crazy sicilian dad as do i they're yeah. all consistent they're all consistently crazy and psychos yeah that's the only one now but i want to start doing more of it i want yeah. to start really i was trying to think back today actually to my childhood some funny stories like yeah. that one because i i had known that story obviously since it happened and i never really thought to do it on stage i'm like oh this is just something that yeah for, for 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 those who didn't listen hear it uh so could you just i guess go over the premise and the story premises i was starting uh college and we had this, this young professor who um and we've had teachers like this who are just like if you if your phone rings during class i'm going to answer in front of the class yeah. and the, the teachers always thought this was like a this was like a move to make you afraid of them yeah you know it's like a power move kind of and this guy was like clearly out of his element <laughs> and my dad did call and he's like he doesn't understand college or anything like that like from sicily uh well no my grandparents were i i fabricated that a little bit in the store in the in the bit he's from brooklyn he's from east new york oh yeah but i mean same same difference yeah (laughs) yeah yeah and then uh he just on speakerphone just goes off on this on this feature oh he's on speakerphone yeah 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 everyone heard it and then uh he only called to tell me who the met he like loves the Mets. My whole family. We grew up eight minutes, ten minutes from Chase Stadium. So oh, that's funny. Yeah. Like so what? Did he, so he answers. Like, the, the teacher answers the phone and he says, "This is the teacher." Yeah, he's not supposed to have his phone, and he he thought the teacher thought he was like so slick. Like he thought. Because remember, this is the first day of class. <laughs> so it really set the tone for the rest of the semester. Yeah. What did your dad say to him again? Told my fucking son on the phone. No. <laughs> pissed off. I don't know why, but that's just how they are. I mean, you know this dude. Oh my dad! My dad is this, Yeah, my dad is the same. Like, uh, I don't know if I should tell this story, but um, no, tell it. Yeah, I got a friend. I got a, like a friend. It's like the friend that he's like the he's the butt of the joke all the time. He's like the idiot friend. He's the butt of the joke every time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's his name is Frank, and like he like embodies the name Frank. It's class like classic yeah. Frank, everything like that. So I was hanging out with him, and my brother called me. We were gonna go back to my house and have like a, a bonfire or whatever. And Frank said something like, "You better start grilling some fucking hot dogs or something." And my dad overheard it on speakerphone. He goes, "Oh yeah, really?" Like grabbed the phone, really, and he hung up. And then like <laughs> when Frank came to the house, my dad pulled out one of the many Bowie knives that he keeps around hidden around the house. And he goes, <laughs> he goes, you ever talk to my son like that again? I'll fucking got you. Yeah. That's just it. We're very he, he wasn't going to do, I should, I should say he wasn't actually going to do anything, <laughs> but he knew like he was half kidding, but still. 
<laughs> yeah, we're very family-oriented people. <laughs> yeah, but I, I mean, my dad's walk. Oh, I'm trying to think of some other crazy. I mean, my dad's. There was a nurse that um t- thought my sister was um embellishing. Like she like broke like the growth plate in her ankle, and my dad walked into like. And you can't just walk into schools anymore. You've got to get like buzzed in. You've got to get like yeah, sign in, process, yeah. sign in the sheet. You've got to basically <laughs> yeah. go through a background check to get into schools now. My dad walks to the front door, and I'm like picking my sister up. I didn't even know he was coming, and he darts in the room. I guess goes into the nurse office and like just confronts her and like, the nurse <laughs> lied that she, that she was even the nurse at the time she was so scared but my dad yeah yeah my dad was, he never really like did any he just always yeah like it was just a front I think yeah he never actually like did anything crazy he just always acted it yeah what did your dad do for a living if you don't mind me asking he's like a, a, a sales manager for this food service company but he's about to retire actually oh nice i mean yes i mean i'm sure he's like a regular job yeah yeah i'm sure i mean you get like a work ethic though from like your family and everything too right oh yeah 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 he just he's turning 62 so i think he's ready to retire oh nice nice he moved out they my parent he they sold their house in queens they live in suffolk county now nice they're just yeah it's like where they live is just kind of very suburban i think they're just no, Whatever. yeah, that's why I like I like being in East Queens because it's like I could just like walk over and I'm in Long Island and it's like more yeah. like back home in Buffalo where it's like there's room to do shit and I can breathe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Astoria, everything's so on top of each other here. I know Astoria, so it's such a nice neighborhood though. I was gonna say I love Astoria. They got like I'm trying to think of that. There's a really really good bakery out there. Um, Ammonia. No, um, John Piero maybe. Yeah, Giampiero, yep. Yeah, that's it's, it's so good. I love it there. There's so many Italian bakeries here, pizza places. It's, it's good. I know. What's your best, what's your favorite pizza spot in the city? Ever? Yeah. So I get made fun I really like artichoke basils. I get made fun of because it's not, for being not authentically Italian, but I think Joe's is the best. Where is that? There's one in Williamsburg and there's like two in the city. Okay. You'll know it. If you see the symbol, you'll know it. All right. Let's yeah. check them out. I know I want to, cause that's like, I just love trying like all, like I follow like Dave Portnoy and see like where he puts his like best spots at. Yeah. There's a restaurant by us called Bartolino's, which is like a well-known mob hangout. <laughs> like everyone, everyone knows it, mm-hmm. but they're pretty good too. It's just like, it's this big restaurant. There's no one like ever in it. Very rarely are there people in it. It's just like so sketchy, <laughs> but the food's pretty good nice nice yeah so um are you doing like sets like every week or how often yeah you pretty, much, pretty much every night um not tonight i took off tonight but tomorrow i have uh i have my show i'm doing your comedy club on uh thursday i'm doing them on saturday i think next uh, monday i'm doing the stand oh nice i'll have to come out soon because i mean i love coming to the city and coming to shows yeah yeah come by for sure come by uh I'll send you the schedule. Yeah, for sure, absolutely. absolutely. You guys seem like you have a lot of you have a lot of followers. Your the podcast on on Instagram. Yeah, I mean, it's been uh, four years in the making almost. So mm-hmm. it's just like one by one, just and I when we travel a lot, we're all over the like we go to we do like Italian festivals where we sell like our spoons and shirts and stuff. So we're in Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah, Pittsburgh, Boston. When? Where's your next city? When's your next trip? I don't even know yet. 
I'm like, so I feel like, cause I, th- I felt like last year never ended. Like we did shows up until November and then it was like, great. And then we get a crazy <laughs> online rush in December, obviously in November, December was like all online sales. And then it's like, by the time <laughs> you like, you? I, like w- I wake up and it's like February now. And I think yeah. I might do Tampa in April. That's awesome. Is it just you or you have a nice hope? My, my dad helps. My dad actually helps me out. And Man, yeah, sometimes it's just us. And then my mom and my sister sometimes will help, but it's most of the so time. Where do they live? Are they in Bell Road too? They're in Buffalo, actually. Still in Buffalo. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, but it's fun like being on the road with my dad and seeing him almost get in trouble and getting nice. into fights with people. So that's fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I've had like great uncles that were in the mob. Like, I don't have any immediate mafia relatives, but my dad's not in the mob. Couple... He's, just, he's just an absolute psycho. <laughs> I don't, yeah. I think it's, I, I mean, I just had great uncles, like my grandfather's brothers who. You know, you knew, grow, even growing up, like as a kid, you knew something was off. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, I, oh, I forgot to ask you about, Um, I saw something in your bio about the roast of Alec Baldwin. Were you, were you like writing jokes yes, for that? I did, I, I did write for that. I can't, That's so cool. uh, only one of them got the air. Technically can't disclose it. Um, Can you say who it said it? Air. What? Can you say who said the joke? Uh, Jeff Frost. Okay. Yeah, it was. Uh, I don't. I made like two hundred bucks, but it's a cool credit. Oh yeah, it's aw- yeah for sure. I mean, that was a huge yeah. roast too. It was. That was a big one. Yeah, I I wrote from here. I didn't go to L.A. I wasn't like. I just there. There were a few New York comics who just submitted jokes and got paid for it. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's cool. And then you do the roast battle at the comedy club. At New York Comedy Club, yeah, you should come out to those. Those are great. Oh my god, that's those like the one really thing that. The one thing I know, like, I'm good at is making fun of people. It's like a horrible, yeah. I guess it's a horrible trait to have. But that's something I've always wanted to do was a roast battle. Yeah, let me know. Come by. Or wait, do you, do you guys do them often? Every, they're bi-weekly, like every other Thursday. Oh, my God. I could sign up for one? Uh, how long have you been doing comedy for? Oh, gee, I mean, I've been on stage maybe like seven, eight times. If you want to do one, let me know. Well, there's also like a couple smaller roast shows where some comics will, you can message me after. We have one at, at the club in Astoria where like comics who want to hone their grossing skills before they do me a comedy club do it. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk after this. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But where could everybody check, check you out? Like what's your Instagram handle and everything? So it's at Pontillo James. That's my Instagram. Uh, my Twitter's at Pontillo77. And my TikTok, ooh, I should know that one. That's the one where I got the most views. <laughs> I think it's at James Pontillo92 on TikTok. Well, 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 regardless, I think I'll just take the links and I'll put them in the description. But um, you also have a podcast That'd- of your own? Yeah, so we actually record an episode called uh, Humiliated. It's uh, it's a newer podcast. We started in August. Nice. Uh, we have some. We have a comic on every week, and they tell us the most embarrassing stories growing up. Oh, that's so funny. Some have been great. Some have not been as good. But today was a good one. I can't wait to put that one out. All right. Yeah, you that's... can check us out. We're on Spotify, SoundCloud, all the. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, man. Well, I can't. I um. I appreciate you coming on the show. We're definitely gonna link hey, up soon. And, and uh. I got to yeah, come check out live. All, all right, for sure.
Oh, thanks again. Take it easy. And everybody listening, thanks for for listening. Make sure you subscribe, like, all that same stuff. (laughs) Catch you in the next episode. Ciao. Thanks.